This podcast is recorded in front of a live child audience. And dogs. And uh, women. Uh, did I tell you guys about my new lawnmower? Yeah, you told us about the lawnmower. It's a real mower. It's the Hour Podcast. On this very special episode of The Hour, we've got some voter suppression happening. Big surprise. And big birds uh, going out to pasture. Huge bird. Huge. (laughs) There's robot testimony happening in front of Parliament. And there's a national screening room at the Library of Congress. Like our government's Congress. And Kira Knightley says no to her kids watching Disney. That wasn't funny. No. At all. No. Welcome to the hour. I'm, I'm your host, one of your hosts, Jeff. Thank you for joining us on this very special birthday to my daughter episode of the podcast. Guys, he celebrated his daughter's birthday by going, hey, go over there and be quiet so daddy can do what he wants to do. Yeah. And then, of course, she did the opposite of what I asked. So there's a lot of background noise uh, happening right now, and I'm not going to apologize for it because this is just what life with children is about. You're, uh, you're offending at least a half dozen listeners. I'm offend. I've offended myself. Uh, <laughs> someone smack me across the face, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I love also how like I started talking and then she immediately just turned and looked at me, like that, that gave you the stink eye. For once, I commanded her silence and respect. No, the first time in five years. It'll never happen again. It'll never, literally, never happen again. <laughs> Reminded me more of like a disgusted look. Like, why is this guy even talking? <laughs> yeah, she was not subscribing, subscribing to our podcast. That sounds about right. She's like hard pass. No. Would you like my daughter to weigh in? Because we've already heard that when she finds out you're doing anything, she says, "I'm not impressed." <laughs> well, uh, if they had Twitter, they still wouldn't follow us. <laughs> to see when we weren't recording on Thursday, when we were actually recording on uh, whatever fucking day this is. I don't know. It's Saturday. It is Saturday. That's right. Um, I will say, I uh, earlier at the party, I, I may have started a small marital fight. Um, I was just telling Jeff and, and Jason how, you know, I have an unbiased friend at work that listens to podcasts regularly, says it's wonderful, thinks you guys are hilarious, and I guess that uh, goes against what Becky's been telling Jason for 20 years. <laughs> What? what, that he's funny? Yeah, no, well, somebody else thinks he's funny, but I've been trying to, like, crush his spirit for 20 years so that I always have the upper hand, and now it's gone. My yeah. spirit is kidding. like the heart of a grizzly. It is untamable. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, and you said I wasn't is funny. That, is that a reference to something? <laughs> it, is, it is not, no. I don't know. Well, actually, there is a slight reference to an educational video that I watch in class. But, but it has nothing to do with anything I know. Zero uh, references. For it, it is about as much reach as this podcast, though. <laughs> no, they've got millions of viewers. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. If you guys uh, ever get millions of viewers, I'm going to actually be genuinely impressed instead of right now where I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one who listens. Good for you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, guys, you can have fun. You're so cute. Well, every time you're on, we lose like half of oh, no. face anyway. Really? So, really? Because I'm good. pretty sure your analytics say that when I share your podcast posts, it goes up significantly. Yeah. Bazinga! You don't but get when you were on, the, the listeners went down. Oh. <laughs> so I mean, I have gonna, that effect on people. We're not going to do the how was your week thing. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to jump right in. I had like a crazy professor. 
Jason, Jason, how was what your week? What did you say he was nutty? How was your week? He was not, no, he was jackassy. <laughs> the jackassy professor. Seriously, all right, so he's Sorry, like, anyway. he's definitely absent-minded. Uh-huh. Like, a few weeks ago, we are in class and waiting for him to come because he's always late, every single week, at least 10 minutes. And I look out the door, and I see him bumble. <laughs> I think he's here. <laughs> they saw him bumble past as well. I didn't do the same thing. I didn't bark at him. But I looked out and I saw him ambling past. And like five minutes later, he shows up. He tells us he couldn't remember what room we were in. <laughs> so he was legit, like, confused. Uh, but this week, he, he showed up 15 minutes late. As per usual. Sure. Uh, we actually had a conversation before he got there saying, what time does this class start? And I was like, I, th- I thought it was 5.15. Is it 5.30? Because he's never here before 5.30. And someone looked it up. It's 5.15. And we went through our first half of class. We had our break. He said, we're going to have a short break. You know, be back by 7 o'clock. It's like five minutes. Cool. Uh, I didn't go anywhere. Another guy didn't go anywhere. We sat and we chatted. Uh, another person came back. Professor came back. Two people didn't come back. They came back at 7.05, walking in with a bag of, uh, like, he went down to the commissary, got some popcorn. He walks in, yeah. eating his popcorn. We're still just shooting the shit, you know, nothing important. And then, and then uh, uh, seven or eight minutes after the time, the other guy walks in, and then the professor loses his fucking mind. He's like, I said five minutes. I said, 7 o'clock, and when you come in, that's disrespectful to my time and to the other students' time, and I'm done for today. And he, like, left. (laughs) He stormed out, and I was like, dude, you're 15 minutes late every fucking day. And you're mad for five minutes? What is wrong with you? And you're a college professor. Like, is no one ever late for his class? Like, this was the last straw? Do you think he thinks class is at 530? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he doesn't know where it is. He thinks class is at 530 in a completely different building. And the thing is, like, when I was taking the class, uh, I, you know, looked at the rate my professor stuff, and there was some news article about some professor, and it was this guy, uh, kicked a kid's seat, and someone was like, oh, no, it was an accidental thing, he wasn't trying to, and I was like, no, he, like, intentionally kicked this kid's seat. Now you're Uh, like, I believe that. I now am believing that, because, like, he went nuts. I've never seen that before. Are we sure he's even your teacher? I'm not. He is never prepared for class. Like He could just be some guy who's like, oh, let's see how long this goes. <laughs> Welcome to African-American history, folks. I am your teacher. Being taught by the white man. Oh, uh, well, always. Yikes. How was your week? Uh, apparently better than yours. Yeah. So let me Thought tell we you guys. What? You're both terrible. <laughs> we're not going to do how was your week. How was your week? Well, right, we didn't talk about that, and I reject. I vetoed. I was yeah. China in the UN Security is, Council. I was like, no, we're do, we're doing it like normal, except with kids in the background. Uh, how was your week? Was is one of my favorite parts of the podcast. <laughs> is that right? Well, it how is. was your week, Logan? Oh, oh I'm not did you mow your lawn? I got prepared. Oh, no. I did not mow my lawn. <laughs> well, you won't have to anymore because of the frost. We got some nice frost to stop that lawn mowing. Actually, I did. Do you have a Do you have a snowblower? I don't. I don't. You can't have a non-powered snowblower. Right, right. That's called shoveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you could get one of those, you know, accordion. You know, just like blow a little bit. I think bit I just broke Jeff. That was awesome. That's called a shovel. 
I put down grass seed, so I'm using that as an excuse not to mow. You gotta let that, you know, you gotta That's let true. it, you gotta let it grow. You can't, you can't just suck you can't it up be, with the mower, although you well, wouldn't. With I wouldn't, mower. but you can't trample on it or whatever. Right. So you know, the, the unusually long grass is. Well, I didn't want to really talk about my grass again. <laughs> this, 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 this is not. This is not me. This is not the real me, people. Well, I gotta point out that this is kind of like the. Uh, if you're already annoyed with this episode, you know, go ahead and turn it off. It's not getting uh, better, folks. No. <laughs> it won't get better for this episode, but it'll be better next episode. You well, know, we'll catch you next week. It'll be well, back to the usual. Better. Yeah, it'll be like it used to be. Uh, but that's sort hey, of like, uh, hey, I, we're not doing this. Oh, wait, yeah, we are doing it. There's very little planning. I heard that, that how it used to be was better, and uh, it will make us great again. Oh, no. Like how they used to uh, stop certain groups from voting. They did used to stop certain groups from voting, and I thought and I was going to actually talk about my week, and I was oh. like, <laughs> now I was, I was waiting. I was, I was waiting for, like, Logan it. to finish, and then Jeff would have a turn, and then, like... All right, go, Jeff. What, yeah. How was your week? It was fine. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. What was suppression? Oh, but they left out the lady, guys. Just saying. With you. Uh, haven't yeah, we heard enough you. from you? Oh. <laughs> Said Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> Jeez. I like beer. To all women. Beer. I like beer. Don't you like beer? I'm actually drinking a beer right now. I hardly ever drink beer for the podcast. I usually drink liquor. That's true. Good stuff. You didn't have enough liquor. I'm drinking wine that I'm pretty sure your wife bought for me in July, and I drank most of it then, and now this is what's left. Is it red wine? Yeah. Yeah, because we don't drink that shit yeah. in our house. <laughs> yeah. So I'm drinking July's red wine. It's okay. aged. Yeah, it's it's aged wine. It's aged uh, like cheese. So Becky, how was your week? Oh, I don't know. I went to a girls' night last night, and I laughed so hard I cried with all my coworkers. But we were talking about somebody that we work with, and and how I'm I'm not a technical person, but I work in IT. But like I know I know a little bit. And I was talking about code, and we have this this snippet of code that's supposed to go on the site, and it has different account IDs to call different like environments in the code. So like development environment, QA environment, production environment. But the only thing that changes in the code is this account ID, right? And I'm working with another project manager who he works a different portion of the site, but he's doing the same thing. And he's like, but how is the code going to know where it is? And I was like, dude, that code does not ever know where it is. It's not AI. It could be, in a, like, it could be on a chalkboard. It does not know. The code doesn't have to know where it is. The account ID just has to to trigger the right thing on the other side. And he's like, but how does it know where it is? And I was like, you have had this job for so many years more than me, and I don't know why I can't get this through to you. So that was my, like, giant laugh of the night when I was like, it doesn't, it's not sentient. It doesn't know where it is. Java doesn't know. Java (laughs) Java doesn't doesn't know. It is actually I feel like I'm outside of that joke. I don't know what Java doesn't know. Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, anyway, my week... Uh, thank you, Becky. My week was fine. Uh, but this party... Let me tell you about this party that we just had. <laughs> there were uh, a lot of kids. We literally were just here. There were, I don't know, uh, 10 kids These here, kids right? throw down. They throw down. Like, between 8 and 10 kids. I don't like kids. <laughs> At all, like mine's fine. Yours, yours, your kids are good, uh, but kids, I generally no. don't like other kids. Chef uh, and I have this in common. Yeah, we do. And, and hopefully, their parents aren't listeners. <laughs> no, they're not. But let me tell you something. Uh, I started taking uh, Lexapro. I love how like everyone's parent reflexes. The kids started crying. We were just like, <laughs> everyone looks over. Is that my kid? No, nope, I'm good. What's wrong? What's wrong? But it was your kid. So I started taking. Uh, yeah, that's why I stopped paying attention. 
Why is she crying, my kid? Why is she crying? <laughs> Sounds like your kid. <laughs> Again, if you need somebody with no feelings or anything, look to my clone. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about things that are important here. So I started taking Lexapro five uh, weeks ago for uh, major depression and anxiety. Uh, and this party would have been a huge, like, I would have been completely uncomfortable. Wreck. This whole party before the Lexapro. And now. You were just I'm normal, fine. uncomfortable? I was just regularly awkward and uncomfortable, as I always am. Like, I don't know how to make small talk still, but, you know, I. I was, uh, I felt fine. All these kids were around me, and my daughter was opening presents, and I, I didn't have a, have a reaction. I didn't, like, have that flight response that I normally have, where I just want to go upstairs and be by myself, uh, like our like, kids do. Like my child. <laughs> right. My child yeah. disappeared and was like, I don't like people. I'm going to play by myself. Right. So if she <laughs> wants a Lex approach, she can have one. Oh, and, Should you uh, give them, like, half? Wasn't that small? <laughs> yeah, maybe a quarter. I don't know. Uh, and this podcast is brought to you by Lexapro. <laughs> Lexapro. Yeah, but I makes I take, parties bearable. I, I take the uh, the generic version, so they're not getting any money out of it. Uh, but the the point of the story is uh, that first of all, it's great that I feel fine, but also that uh, we stigmatize mental health so often. I just wanted to come out and just say, hey, Lexapro, we're doing. Look, the National thing. Coming it's Out fine. Day was like a week ago. You got you're late. I'm gonna shame you. No, uh, no, I already came out. <laughs> I. uh... We've already talked about PC, so <laughs> right. your shame is I found is a acceptable. notebook today while I was out that said, like, at the front of it was, like, I came, I saw, I made it awkward, and I was like, I feel personally attacked by this notebook <laughs> and how well it knows me. And I yeah. feel like that's been every every appearance on this podcast for me. <laughs> yes. Also, it's so bad. All right. <laughs> so let's so jump in. It's bad. Let's jump in to... Uh, to is voter suppression. Because I jumped in earlier, and you were like, no, we're not jumping in. You guys stop to talk about it. Can we jump in now? Well, it's a round table, so uh, is this acceptable? I'm good. I'm good. Ready? Are you I'm good? ready to go? Rebecca, are you good with but that? But my one. I'm, I'm No, no. I'm, I'm ready to right. go. So, voter suppression. Uh, in June 2013, the Supreme Court effectively struck down the heart of the Voting Rights Act of 1965 by a 5-4 to four vote. Yeah, basically they were like... And bad, bad dog. Was, yeah. was, and a bad, a bad dog. I, I never called a Supreme Court justice a dog before Kavanaugh uh, was... Well, it's like uh, John yeah. Oliver has the dog Supreme Courts on his show, oh, where perfect. all the Supreme Court justices are dogs, except Brett Kavanaugh is going to be the mascot from that Cleveland, that new, has anyone uh, seen this? The Cleveland, oh, is it that Philadelphia, Philadelphia? Yeah. I don't know, the weird yeah. one that looks the like, monstery thing? yeah, the yeah. one that looks like a fry guy and like oh, they must have a love child. this for when we were going to talk about Sesame Street because he looks like a Muppet. Yeah. Uh, on uh, SNL Weekend Update, they said it, it, he looks like, uh, like what a child would draw if his parents were murdered. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's accurate. That's accurate. Um. And I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, it's fine. Our country oh. has changed. While any racial discrimination in voting is too much, Congress must ensure that the legislation it passes to remedy the problem speaks to current conditions. Yeah, so basically the Supreme Court was like, oh, BT dubs, we got a black president now, so you know, racism is solved. Yeah. It, it did solve it. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no problems, and there have so been there have been no problems ever since. It's been absolutely fine. John Roberts was right, and of course Congress did the thing that they do best: absolutely nothing. Um, 
Yeah, so that's kind of the the beginning of this big issue that we're dealing with right now. Well, it's not the beginning. It's like the starting point of some of the ridiculous laws that are being passed currently. Yeah. Uh, because this voiding... Basically, there were states, mostly like southern states, who had this issue in the past, uh-huh. had to get federal approval before they did the shitty things that they were going to do so the government could say, you can't do that. It's racist. Right. And now they don't have to do that. And guess what? They're doing what they would have done before. Still um, racist. Yeah, and... You know, there's the the voter fraud thing. Trump was like, there's lots of voter fraud. There are like three million people in California are fake voters. Uh, and that's been like the big thing, right? That's why they've been pushing these laws. All this voter fraud is going on. And in fact, no, it's not the thing. Like voter fraud is not a thing? No, not really. No. So in 2016, they found four cases. Wow. Uh, in... The past few years, uh, I think since 2000, they found a total, they've done like 20 studies, and they found that there was like 30 cases of something. Even like the ultra-conservative studies said that, they did a study and they're like, there's 1,145 incidents of voter fraud! And then like when you read the study, it goes back to 1984. Oh boy. And like so, the book, or no, um, <laughs> that's where we are now, <laughs> or at least almost. Sorry, and it was 1986. I made a mistake. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so their study goes back to 1986, and they found a thousand instances of voter fraud. But some of this was like, you know, the people who get petitions. Like, you know, we got the petition on our ballot for gerrymandering mm-hmm. and pot. And, yeah. you know, and so some of that was, like, people faking names on a petition. So that's, like, that's not voter fraud the way that they're using it. Right. They're talking about, like, going in and pretending to be someone else. And they found, like, since 1986, nine times someone pretended to be someone else to try and, you know, illegally vote. Nine but times. even nine times. That they caught. That they Sure. Uh, but some of those was, like, uh, there was one, a mother was voting for her daughter. Like, she filled out the stuff for her daughter and was voting for her. Okay. And so, like, was that... Was she doing it to do that? Or was, like, her daughter like, I can't vote. Can you go vote for me? Like, I don't know. Uh, so, basically, that's, like, a a point... So, since 1986, there's been 1.6 billion votes cast. More than that. Yeah. And they found 1,000. 1,145. It's a very small percentage. It is. It's like 0, 0, 0, 0, 6, 8. <laughs> that's, that's like almost the odds of winning the, the Powerball or the Mega Millions right now. Oh, that's, boy. Did anyone win that last no, night? No, they didn't. Oh, it's $1.6 billion now. Now I got to play. Right? Isn't that a weird thing? Like, I got to play it now that it's $900 million. Yeah. But I wouldn't play it when it's $300 million. The odds are the same. 300 million versus 900 million, like, you're still, like... But why do more people play it now than before? Because the payout's better. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, 300 million versus 900 million. See, my, yeah. my dad and my father-in-law, they're playing. I just figure I'll get trickled down on, on you know... <laughs> how, they, how did that work out for the middle class? <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about a small sample size. We're, you know, we're not talking about, uh, you know... Countrywide global, global economics. Thank God, because your your kids hoarding food, and I think that if you had more money to make him feel better at ease. Listen, he's a collector of of treats. When when the apocalypse happens and you need a treat, you're gonna be glad he's with you. That's true. So we should we should say that uh, we had some 
uh, like apple cider, donuts, and some other popcorn and some other treats. And uh, Logan's kid got a, a paper bag and started loading it with popcorn and like half a cupcake and three donuts, uh, candy, and like three smashed up donuts. Half eaten donuts were in there. A rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I would like to say this isn't just party behavior. This is this is every day. It's, it's usually a clear Ziploc bag, though. <laughs> you want freshness. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to see what's, what's in, in there. there. Yeah. In any bag in a storm. <laughs> totally. Uh, so kind of the trend that's been going on is uh, voter ID laws. That's been the ba- big way to try and suppress the vote uh, because of this ridiculous fear that people are voting and it's not real. It's not them. We need to make sure it's them. Uh, so that's one thing. Um, Studies have shown that these things are happening more and more. The states that had that were basically restricted by the Voting Rights Act have been purging their voter rolls at higher rates than the states that weren't under this act. So basically, yeah. Well, it's the the guy who's the Secretary of State of Georgia right now is the one that's purging purging the voter rolls in Georgia, where he's running for governor. Uh huh. And hmm, yeah, the. This is definitely, and Joe Biden called him out on this and was like, this is clearly voter suppression. Yeah. And wait, wait, he's a Republican. Oh, wow, what? Imagine no. that fucking surprise. Oh, and guess who are the people that are getting Black punished? people. Oh, yes. Oh, no. What? I am shocked and because amazed. Because what are that. black people more likely to vote for? The Democratic candidate. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. And, and of course, Georgia, so they have that. And then just this week also in Georgia, so there's the voter purging thing. Uh, but then there was this group called Black Votes Matter. And so they are trying to get people to vote. They're not partisan. They're not telling you who to vote for, but they're trying to make it easier because one of the big problems that people have is getting to the polls. Right. And so they have a bus tour where they go and they pick people up and they take them to the polls. Monday was the first day of early voting in Georgia. They went to a senior center, senior center in, I think it was Jackson County, Georgia. Uh, they picked up a whole bunch of people. Someone saw what was on the side of the bus that, you know, it said, I can't remember what it said. It said something, and they were like, oh, that's Democratic. And they called the commissioner, and the commissioner came out and was like, oh, this bus is unsafe. We, we're not sure it's licensed correctly. And so they didn't let them use this bus. And so, so wait, what did it say, like, on the outside, like, freedom for all? Something you know, like, like, that's the, too it, Democratic. It was like the freedom tour or... Freedom for some. I thought they were about freedom. Isn't that their thing? Freedom America. Yeah, America. freedom for white men. Yeah. That's right. And so these 40, it was like 40 seniors got on this bus and they got told to get off the bus and they didn't get to go vote. Like they have to go another, like one lady was like, I'm just driving myself. Uh, but a lot of them had to reschedule. I don't know if they've been able to vote since then, Uh, but this is the same County that also was like, we're going to close all but two of our voting locations. And the ones that are open are hard to get to Mm -hmm. if you don't have a car. And also not a lot of black people live near there. Yep. And so that is one way that this is going down. Uh, another way is in Florida is where we're looking at right now because in Florida, if you are if you went to jail, uh, when you get out, you don't get your voting rights back immediately. You have to petition and apply. And you go in front of a board that includes the current governor, Rick Scott, and they decide whether or not to get you your voting rights back. They ask very important questions like, uh, do you Who go you to church? Do you go to church? Uh, one African American recently uh, came forward uh, to this, you know, trying to get his. 
Sorry, we're being interrupted by my child being polite, and that's okay. Why are you making polite children? <laughs> I, I was told children were just the worst. <laughs> this one's very polite, and he hoards food. <laughs> And he'll probably share it. And he's going to make sure everyone leaves this house with a pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, an African-American man was petitioning for his rights back, and he went in front of the board, and the board asked him, so how many women have you had children with? Oh, Jesus. What does that have to do with voting? And so Rick Scott, in in one of these hearings, uh, he told... Sorry, I'm trying to find the exact... Are you going to quote it? I am going to quote it. Um, uh, did I not put it? Oh, this is a shitty show. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'd like to point out while you're finding this that... Uh, it's not there. The, have, you ever, have you guys ever read the reading test that they used to give? Like, cause they used oh, to the literacy like a, test? Literacy yeah, yeah, yeah. test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I used to give it to my students when I taught high school. Oh, beautiful. And I like, gave them... And, like, I was like, oh, nope, that's wrong. Nope, nope. That, it, but it's... You know, you're a good teacher. <laughs> Like, you really teach the kids, like, uh, important lessons. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Or you might be the worst. He got a beautiful letter at the end of last year from a student who was very conservative and said that he taught him to consider more than just one point of view. And he may still be very conservative, who knows, but at least he's thinking about the fact that other points of view exist and then he was like that's not a big deal it's just you know they had to write these to everybody and I was like but they didn't have to write that to everybody so right. like why don't you take a compliment and stop being weird you <laughs> dumb motherfucker well we've talked about uh your, haven't we we've talked about uh, imposter, syndrome? imposter syndrome on the show right yeah yeah, yeah. like the, the last episode, time I yeah. was yeah. that's right there you yeah go. Um, imposter so syndrome every, and t- every time I see you, you I got. think mm, imposter imposter <laughs> I have that syndrome so basically, I don't have the quote. I thought it was. But funny. basically, <laughs> Becky didn't. No, she usually doesn't think the things you say are funny, though. Yeah, We've established that already. Yeah. Um, basically, the quote Rick Scott, Rick Scott said was, "There are no standards for this. We do whatever we want." So it's not. It's not. You know. Check, but check, why check. have you petitioned in the first place? So that they can say no. So that they but can like, so they can go, oh, Whitey McWhiterson? Sure, you get to continue to vote. Oh, sorry, sir, you're a little too dark. Wait a minute, so there's Whitey McWhiterson. What's the what's the black person's name? I didn't name him. Okay, that's... Yes. All right, thank you. <laughs> Mr. Oh, King. I'm trying to... I'm trying to look... <laughs> oh, never mind. One thing I think Were is ridiculous... Were you trying ridiculous. to transition... No, I'm trying to like bait him into saying something, and I, it's dumb. That's bad. It's bad, and it's dumb. I'm sorry. You're a bad friend. Somebody smacked me across the face. Thank you very much. <laughs> Early voting. Yes. Uh-huh. For that to not be in every single state at this point is right. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. You should so- be able to vote. Go into your clerk whenever you want and place your vote. Yeah. It's, so. it's not like, you know, you don't have to hitch up your horse <laughs> and, like, make your way into town. And, you know, it's not a big process anymore. You can get there easy, quick. There's no reason why we can't do this over multiple days to make it easier for everyone since we won't make it, an, uh, you know, election days and a holiday or anything. you got to work. It's on a Tuesday. Uh, it should be a holiday. So here's a, it shouldn't be on a Tuesday. I, I, Saturday's this, fine. There's right. this meme think that's going around social media where people are saying that voter registration should be compulsory like the draft. So you register 
to vote at 18 just like you would have to register for the draft. Yeah. And there are all these people who are like, that sounds like it's making it illegal not to vote. Like, that's the next step. And Australia... So what? Well, Australia was like, that's how it is here. You pay a fine if you don't vote. But because of that... We make it the easiest process in the mm-hmm. world. It's always on a Saturday. There are always multiple opportunities. You can often pick from multiple voting locations. You, you know, can do all that's an island of crim- criminals, though. Just an <laughs> island of straight-up criminals. criminals. They're all I used to call the Australian, the Australian accent. I was like, so they speak prison English? And then somebody told me they're, that that was bad. They're all fraudulently <laughs> voting. It's all voter fraud there. They but, steal each other's identity before they go But at the same time, I'm like, would that be the worst thing? The, the fine is small. It's under $100 if you don't vote. Well, but would that be the worst thing if your government was so invested in you voting that they made it compulsory, like, that you have to, and then they made it more convenient for you to be able to do it? Like, yeah. what is the problem with that, and why do we as Americans see that as an infringement on freedom? Like, I get that you you feel like you should have the, the right to not vote, but then... You are responsible for the shit show that we end up with. Yeah, right. And you deserve to be fined a little bit for uh, for, for putting my do. life through hell. Um, and a lot of states, it's like, for example, in South Dakota or North Dakota, one of the Dakotas. Why is there two? They should just <laughs> combine them at this it's, point. It's Carolinas and the Dakotas. It's one okay. thing, right? Combine the Dakotas. <laughs> let Puerto Rico in. Now there we go. Still We're still 50. 50. You don't have yeah. to change all those flags. But think exactly. about all the jobs. <laughs> think about all the jobs if you had to add the star. That's true. <laughs> yeah, all the Chinese jobs. <laughs> but like... <laughs> If you combine the Dakotas, it's still only a population of, like, 25, so... (laughs) Well, all right, so the point I was making was uh, you don't have to register. They have, like, automatic registration. You can go in day of and just vote. Oh, beautiful. Uh, But, so speaking of Kansas, or not Kansas, uh, Nebraska... Kansas. We weren't speaking of any of those. <laughs> we were talking about Nebraska. Kansas. Yeah, Oklahoma. Dakota. Sorry. Dakota. Jesus Christ. Illinois. Uh, Kansas. Mexico. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of the country. Somewhere in the flyover states. No, no, no. Real America. Real America. Uh, Which is only so I wrote one. down Kansas, and I'm going to trust that I was right when I wrote this. Uh, in Kansas, they have the automatic voting thing. But there's a problem because they've changed the voter ID laws where you have to have a, an idea, ID with an actual physical address, oh, which yeah. is, you know, one of these things to make sure there's no one sneaking in from one of these other states voting illegally. So punish you if you're not a Coming across the border illegally and voting, of which, you know, 0.0000866% chance of that happening. Uh, so they have this law that you now have to have a voter ID with your physical address. The problem is they have a large Native American population. And Native Americans on reservations often do not have a physical address. They use a P.O. box. Right, because they live on, like, a yeah. reservation. Land. Yeah, on the reservation, like, dirt roads. They don't have an address. Yeah. You they're they're the, they're, I mean, have you, those areas are very rural in some places. And then additionally, a lot of the tribal IDs don't the include count. a physical address. They just have a P.O. box. And so these people are going to go in, and they're not going to be able to vote because they don't have the right ID. Right. And, of course, who do they? are they more likely to vote for? Somebody who's not going to Democrats. take land away yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, and so they're going to, sh- and since they don't have to register, they may show up the day of thinking they can register, or they can vote, 
and, not and they're going to find out they can't. And the other thing is, like, they can bring additional supplemental uh, documents, like utility bills, things like that. Which but a lot of them the don't. Box. Well, and a lot of yeah, so a lot of those won't count. And then some of them, like sometimes when you live in apartments, your utilities are run through the apartment complex. Yeah. So you don't have a utility bill. So all these people who are more likely, and this is going to be a close race. Uh, it's uh, oh, Hill Hill Camp, Heidi High Heidi High Camp. She's the one who's running against the incumbent, and it's going to be a close race. And by doing this, there's a larger chance that it's throwing the election one way or the other. And that's the whole point of doing these things. All this to prove that Native Americans are citizens. Native Americans are citizens Citizens. of the United States. They belong here. They're the only ones that belong here. We should have to prove we... Are you sure, though? They don't have an address. Oh, you're right. They don't even have it's an address. Wrong. They don't live here. It's Get wrong. out of here. Yeah. And you Native Americans. It's the Republican Party is all about America and freedom and our rights and yeah. blah, blah. And but then they, they want to strip so many of them. Exactly. They want to take it away. They want to control. They're absurd. And I, I was re- as I was doing research for this, I clicked on an article from... Uh, one of the the Nate Silver websites. Uh, he's okay. the pollster. Five thirty. Yeah. I, I don't trust that fucker anymore. He ruined my life. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> he, he, Wait, hold on. He ruined your life. Mine specifically. And, and many Americans' lives. Oh, many. Okay. But I'm the only one I care about right now. Oh, so. Yeah. And so he did an article, and it was like how Democrats. Suppress voters. Ah. And I was like, what is this nonsense? Yeah. And so he made the point that a lot of elections where it's like Democrat, and this is like local elections. Like in our area, we have local elections, and basically the Democrat is always going to win the general in our election. So yeah. the, the primary is where the decision is made. Right. Whoever wins the primary is going to be the one who wins in November. Uh, because we live in a very democratic area. But that's not fair. How can the Democrats win all the time? Well, gerrymandering, first of all, which is another voter suppression thing. Who the fuck is Jerry anyway? Well, Mr. Gerrymander. He's uh, he's he's a piece of shit. (laughs) And in Michigan, on November 6th, you need to vote for Proposal 2 so that we get rid of partisan gerrymandering. Uh, But the point they were making was that we put those elections on weird dates, like in the middle of August or something, and they say that that is a way... (laughs) He's just trying to clean up his mess. No, he's great. Um, They said that's a way that Democrats suppress vote by putting them at weird times. And I was like, I guess, but like, really? That's like, I felt like that was a reach. Like, sure, it's easier if it's all on the same day, but sometimes you can't do them all on the same day and you have to have weird time elections. Sure, if we can Are push we them. Are going to pause for Jeff to crack his beer open? No, let's put it in there. I was going to use We're that. We're talking about America. He's going to use that as a trans- transition from the next topic. We're talking about America, but he's he's uh, drinking Turkey a little bit. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. they're so wonderful up there. Oh, my gosh. We should oh. move. It. They just uh, legalized marijuana. They did. And we may do the same in November. That's on the ballot, Yeah, right? you think we're going to uh, pardon, like, 500,000 people for, we like, We fucking small... better. We won't, yeah. though. No. No, no, no because, pro- like, prisons are for profit, so you need butts in those cells. Though most Michigan prisons are not for profit, so... Apparently, that's what a lot of prisoners say to each other. I need your butt in in your cell. Oh, no. I mean, I can I can ask my brother. Oh, oh hey. Bazinga. Oh. 
All right. Uh, uh, speaking of people named Big Bird, I assume there's a prisoner <laughs> whose nickname is Big Bird, right? Uh, sure. Uh, whatever you... Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name's Big Bird. That's not even Big Bird's voice. <laughs> That's not. I feel like he has more na- of a nasally, like, hi, I'm Big Bird. Like yeah. it's a, That's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Jason does a better Grover, to be honest. Okay, so before we Grover. get into this, I was driving in my neighborhood, just down my street, and... So- Someone had in their car, like it was an adult. There were two adults in the car. I didn't see any kids. There was a, had uh, like an Elmo figurine with both hands on the steering wheel and like Elmo's head sticking up above the steering wheel. So it looked like Elmo was driving, but the adult was driving. It was weird shit. That is very weird. It was very weird. Though it makes me think of there's a. I was watching some TV show way back. In the the early two in the aughts, as we yeah, said earlier, uh, and it was like funny commercials from around the world, and it was like a German or a Swedish or like somewhere up in that area of Europe, and it was this car driving, and the little old lady in the passenger seat picked up a, just a steering wheel, and she's just holding the steering wheel, acting like she's driving, and this other car pulls up next to her and like looks over and it's like kind of confused, and she looks over at him, and then like jerks the steering wheel over to the right like she's gonna like run into the guy and he like freaks out and like swerves to the right and, and I don't know what it was for or you know like why why they did this and you know you can't read what the ad says because it's all in like Nordic uh, but I still remember that as the funniest commercial I just like laughed and laughed it was so, a funny so, time in the aughts so Big Bird retired Yep. And, uh, his, uh, yes, puppeteer. I know. You don't think I'm funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, ooh, ee. His pup- <laughs> puppeteer, Carol Spinney, said Thursday was his last day on the set of Sesame Street after nearly 50 years as a cast member. Because yeah. so uh, Sesame Street's been along, around for that long. They've had over 4,400 episodes. And That's they are woke. Did you guys... It's there a, is a... I saw a clip that somebody posted on Instagram the other day where it was a meeting of all the, like, grouches, like, like Oscar. Yeah. And uh, one of them was Donald Dump. <laughs> and he had the hair. And oh, he was boy. talking about how we're going to make sure nobody likes anybody. And, like, it was... I was like, oh, snap. That's, they just went there, too. Okay. Yeah. The street um, doesn't pull punches. No. <laughs> so, They're like, real on the street. So, uh, what cracks me up is, uh, I think HBO is... Yeah, HBO air, owns them You can now. air the old episodes, but they put, like, disclaimers on the old episodes. Because they like, say mean things. Yeah, like, there's this this episode You're where... So stupid. Yeah, where Kermit yells at another... Like he's showing like how not to be mean, but he's like, "You're such a stupid monster, and you're so dumb." And like, and so they have warnings like, on Sesame Street episodes, like these. Yeah, we grew up watching those episodes, and we're fine, right? Are I don't know. Fine? <laughs> I feel I'm fine. Wait, uh, did we miss the part about the Lexapro? Like, I feel like maybe it, it is actually a wonderful thing that HBO bought. Sesame Street because it, it it was it was it had a real lack of funding and the mm-hmm. fact and that it could have gone off the air and HBO came in and bought it but and then it, they still sell it like they the, still give it to PBS so yeah. that it's still accessible to yeah. children who can't afford cable which yeah. I think is well HBO is a little like, like they also just per- purchased or not purchased but they they're doing a show called Pod Save America which is a liberal podcast that yeah. I highly recommend yeah. it is excellent it's former Obama staffers they've got a liberal podcast, a very liberal podcast. That could uh, be us. They, <laughs> except that no, we've like, never worked for Obama, uh-huh. and, and they get like they, they get, get 
But we could work for Obama if he would just hire us. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck Obama. But <laughs> thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> no, he made good choices with the people he hired. <laughs> oh. Like those guys. Uh, my dogs are Republicans. Oh uh, no! Hey, as soon as we were talking about Obama, they're like, no, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mr. Spinney, he's 84. Yeah, and he's been doing this for almost 50 years. Uh, he said he wanted to do it like a a nice round 50, but he's just he physically couldn't. After 2015, he physically couldn't do the thing. So he was still he was doing the voices. The suit. He was in the until suit, until right? 2015, yeah. and then the last three years, he's just been doing the voices. Yeah, uh, his apprentice whose name is Matt Vogel, will be taking over from him. Hmm. And he said, Plain Big Bird is the one of the most joyous things of my life. Very nice. You know, we were talking earlier about the like the characters saying mean things to each other. And when my daughter watches TV, uh, sometimes they will um, sort of like, in the kids' shows, they will play act how not to do something uh-huh. and then they'll kind of like fix the problem but they're still being little fucking shits to each other <laughs> so in the beginning so my kid watches um, PJ Masks oh yeah right and in PJ Masks there's always one of the kids who like is not doing what he's supposed to and they're yeah. always like the biggest jackass right every episode one of the uh, it's it's so stop being a jackass. Right. So that's what that's what my daughter started emulating. It's not like the she fixing picked the wrong problem. one, right? So she, she fixed like she started like <laughs> the problem child. Like said she started emulating that child. And so we sort of started steering her toward uh, shows that maybe uh-huh. don't like sort of play act that. There was one show, negative, I don't remember activity. I, I can't think of the show it was, but there was one. It was like this poor character always gets shit on. <laughs> Because they're teaching the lesson, oh, but yeah. because by teaching the lesson, he has to get shit on, oh. and so every single episode, oh, no. he's like, everyone's just being the biggest dick to him, and he's just like, <laughs> it's uh, like that. Uh, it's like that video of Worf being shut down. Yes, for yeah. like for like twenty minutes, uh-huh. he's like, we should fire on them, and it's like, I think not, Mister Worf. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it goes on for so long. It's the same thing. Yeah. series. Every single episode, this poor character gets like shit on, uh, just to prove a point. Um, and I, I can't remember the show, but there you have it. Wow, thank you so much for that input. <laughs> is it Pete the Cat? It's not Pete the Cat. Oh, Pete the Cat is good. We're talking about it on Daniel Tiger. Daniel Tiger, that's it. Daniel oh, Tiger. I, I have this take on Maybe Daniel it's Tiger. not Daniel Tiger. No, you, you've said to me before, like, why is every episode Daniel getting crapped all over? Okay, so like, it is Daniel it's Tiger. It's going to teach okay. you about life. Is it Daniel? Yes. Uh, uh, the Damn, Daniel, Daniel Tiger. Uh, uh, like they're teaching like things they're teaching children like empathy oh, and yeah. just all these high level like emotional things. And I was just thinking, like if we could just put that in front of some Republicans, <laughs> like maybe like maybe the world they're would be a better place. They're hoping to grow the Democrats from small. That's right. why yeah. that's why they're against public education right. and I, public yeah. television. They want to cut <laughs> right. that budget. They might learn the like good things like empathy. When oh. they wanted to cut the <laughs> PBS <laughs> budget. Like they like they use Sesame Street as like they're teaching our kids to be liberals and Democrats. Well, that's obviously you want to be nice to each other. They're, they're not teaching them to be liberal Democrats. They're teaching them to be nice people. <laughs> 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 so, 
so here's the thing about because I'm going to bring it back to to what's his name retiring. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she's really Very keeping nice. control on this podcast. No, Mr. no, Mr. Spinny, super into. So he's been no, but he's been doing this for 50 years. And here's the thing about puppeteering is that it takes a toll on your body to like cram yourself into these little spaces. You have to be in sometimes to do the puppeteering so that you're not seen on camera and all these other things. And that Big Bird costume is massive. And super heavy, and he's been doing this for 50 years. He's like an old man now trying to hold up Big Bird's head. Like, I'm impressed he lasted this long. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they should just give Big Bird a a walker to, like, walk with. A Big Bird walker. (laughs) Why isn't he computer generated yet? Oh, blasphemy! (laughs) Blasphemy! (laughs) Shut your horn out. Let me smack myself. Do you think whoever comes in is going to be, like, are the kids going to notice that the voice is slightly different? Like, I always noticed when Winnie the Pooh's voice was slightly different from, like, the original one when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, do you think kids are gonna know that, or do they not care? Uh, young kids aren't gonna care. Mom said I can have them, but she said better put them back because we don't want to wash them because our right We're getting a very, very Absolutely. detailed story yeah, about okay. how we don't want to lose game pieces because we okay. can be so. Sad. You go play with your pig too. Lots of lots of hand gestures. <laughs> lots of, do you think so? He, so he he was playing Guess Who. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you think that that can become a very uh, difficult game in some Republican houses? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a difficult game. Does, does your person look like he's got a job? <laughs> oh no. Uh, does he look like he just stole my wallet? <laughs> does your person look like he's bound for prison? Uh, or or is it harder in uh, like millennial households with the PC stuff? <laughs> That's um, right. Oh no. Yeah. Is, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Do his eyes sort his, of... His? His? I'm sorry. Did you just I assume his gender? gender? <laughs> Does this person... Is, your, is yours a, a, a girl? Well, I don't know. I can't ask her. Or him. Or him. Yeah. Does I can't have ask a, them. Does he have a beard? I don't know. Uh, does he have a woman uh, that follows him around as a gay man? <laughs> I don't... Okay. That's rough. That no. rough. Go fish. No. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So... Uh, speaking of um, robots, uh, <laughs> there was <laughs> all transitions. Speaking of yeah. the thing we haven't brought up, so pepper, 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 salt, and pepper. <laughs> A robot from Middlesex University in London provided testimony about AI and caring for elders to the Houses of Parliament. So is Middlesex when you like fuck a belly button? <laughs> there's inner course, there's outer course, and middle sex is the belly button. Outer course? Yeah. Outer course? Outer course. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's your dry humping. It's your dry humping. Dry humping. Your hand jobs. Uh, yeah, your hand jobs. Good old outer a, course. A, like a thigh job where you just stick it in between Foot the jobs. All the jobs, really. <laughs> yeah, and you've got a lot of job <laughs> creators around here. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Steve Jobs. <laughs> Uh, I like a good Steve job every once in a while. <laughs> it's just a turtleneck and some, uh, like, Steve jobs are range. only with uncircumcised men. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get that turtleneck. <laughs> Wouldn't they be African-Americans <laughs> with uh, turtlenecks? Uh, turtlenecks are way out of style. <laughs> way out of style, my friend. Uh, Actually, so, they're coming into style, apparently. And she told them, <laughs> she meaning Pepper, I assume. Pepper the robot, okay. Assistive intelligent robots for older people could relieve pressure at hospitals, in care homes, as well as improve the care delivery at home, and promote the independent living for elderly people. 
That was a good FDR. You did a good job on that one. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So the fact that my, uh, when she was alive, my grandma couldn't even work the remote control to her TV tells me that she's not going to want some some fucking robot in her house stealing her thing. Here's the thing. I don't want my my grandma to have some impersonal robot like uh, in charge taking, of her taking care, care of like oh. that's so impersonal it's, and cold. It's my dream to have an impersonal impersonal uh, I'm just I can't I, mean, speak. I can't use words. I mean, in your house or your grandma's house? <laughs> <But> me. <laughs> if something's taking care of me, I want it to be so impersonal. Right. Well, I mean, all right. The upside is that robots aren't rapey. That's and true. That's, you know, yes. an issue in yes. some yes. places. Yeah. They can learn. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Rape Bot 2000. Oh, no. We've named it Kevin. Oh, no. I like beer. I thought you would have named it Brett. <laughs> Oh, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> this is I'm so this is, a, this is a robot specifically designed for raping. Oh, no. <laughs> like as soon as you give consent, they're like, I'm out. You know, the bad thing is I meant to say Brett and I was thinking Kevin oh. and I went to Kevin and I don't know why. But you know, I do know why. It has stuff. to do with the the well, Kevin sounds like a real D-bag anyway. He does. Anybody I mean, named Kevin, I think. Is, I, I've only known one Kevin. I've known several, and they're, the, they're all the worst. So anyway, yeah, the robot <laughs> basically is... They're creating robots, so this is a joint venture between the European Union and China. 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 Uh, and they're trying to develop the world's first culturally aware robot. Oh, it's a PC robot. Oh, boy. Uh, you got to go with Mac. They're more creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a Mac, and I'm very PC. culturally aware. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're trying to... Basically, the professor who also testified to Parliament sure. about this. His name is Martin Looms, or Loomis? I don't know. Looms? Looms, we'll call him Looms. We'll call him Looms. Mr. Yeah. Looms. Yeah. Uh, Loomy. He said that, you know, basically we want to try and get people to think outside of the Robox. <laughs> the Robox? <laughs> you know what? No! This was the... This, the we were very short on puns until now. You're welcome. Uh... uh so wait, because wait. Like, I didn't see that in the thing. You just made that up just now? It's yeah. not in the notes. Yeah, no, I just... Yeah. You just uh, I'll think outside of the row box? Yeah. That's genius. You're welcome. You should... Uh, no, you're what you are. Th- thank you. Thank me. I for just thanking did. You. you guys Help are me so, thank you. You guys are so wonderful. Um, <laughs> so the point he was making is we... A lot of people think of robots and robots, you know, doing jobs. And they think in the the automotive factory kind of way where yeah. you get these big dumb robots who come and do a thing and they take a job from someone else uh, they automate yeah. and he's saying robots with like this AI though when I read the thing AI didn't stand for artificial intelligence it stand for something like artificial intuition or like uh, I don't know it was something no, dumb there was like it. what are you doing don't Stop disrupt yourself. the AI industry we've got a term AI means a thing stop changing the thing anyway uh, so he was, he was his point was we think of it taking low skilled jobs like when I go into McDonald's now I don't need to talk to a person. I can just go over to the computer, click the button. It's so great. Right? <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it so hard. Logan's so eyes lit up. Here's the thing. I, and you're like, I don't have to talk so to a person. I became a vegetarian oh, over the summer. Oh, really? And I went to McDonald's, and there's not much for you. Yeah. And so I went, 
And I got to go to the automated person. And so I was able to get a sausage biscuit without the sausage. Yeah. yeah. Because I could just. It's a biscuit? It's with a biscuit cheese. with egg. We got real oh. intimate here. We did. Oh, We're like, we are also, also, Jason's <laughs> been drinking a lot of rum. So <laughs> I, I may properly be drunk at the moment. So I, you're welcome. I That's why I said Kevin instead of Brett and Kavanaugh. I had, so I didn't even know you were drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's been some Every captain with my uh, apple cider. Oh boy! I yeah. had been off the McDonald's wagon. I'd been, uh-huh. I'd been, I'd been eating pretty good at work for lunch, and then my boss comes in. He goes, he's like, this there, McDonald's has this app, and it's great. I can order things specifically how I want it, and then I can, I can. If the drive-through line is not is empty, you just give them a code. They give you your food. Uh-huh. If it's if it's not, you, there's a parking spot. You just pull, yep. and they bring your food out. You could go in the store. You don't have to talk to anybody. You just check in. Yep. He's like, it's great. So then I'm like, let me give this a try. And then I've gone to McDonald's way too many times in the past couple weeks. <laughs> you like know, because they of this like app. switch the chicken McNuggets from like the weird ones to the all white meat ones, and I was like freebasing chicken McNuggets because I was like, there, there are going to be no, like, I mean, there's always yeah. a certain level of gross, but like, there are going to be no super gross ones in yeah. here. Yeah, there's been uh, a lot of chicken nuggets consumed by me through this app the past two weeks. It's the best, but then I get, I have students who are like, well, I'm just going to work at McDonald's. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. Yeah. Because well, guess what? No they don't need is. cashiers anymore. And so no. robots like this one, uh, that's what their point is, that they can take, take jobs other plan. than like low skill where, you know, if you go into a Ford plant and that robot's job is to like weld a thing or to like put a rivet in. These kind of robots can do things like whatever you want them to do. They can watch you and then do it. Yeah. So do I really need to pay an employee to take that basket of chicken nuggets that Becky's about to freebase and put it into the oil? And then, oh, they get busy and they forget and then they burn the nuggets. No, they can get a robot who can take that little basket and drop it in, wait the exact right number of minutes that McDonald's wants, pull it out, and dump it in the thing. Yeah. So my my question is, uh, sorry, uh, every nursing home I've ever been to has a little sign in the microwave that says, do not cook popcorn (laughs) in this microwave. I assume because they have a lot of burning popcorn incidents. Right. Right, because people say their thing for like 30 minutes, and they're like, I, minutes. Yeah. You know, so the, will these popcorn, will these, I mean, will these robots be able, be able to, to cook popcorn properly. for my grandma? No, no, because your grandma died. Who was dead. Okay. Yes, um, yes, they oh, will. I forgot about that. Damn it. <laughs> but, but if she weren't, they could because they will know the exact number of minutes. They won't forget it's in there. They won't push too many minutes. They'll oh. do it exactly right. The best part is they'll have a microwave in their belly so they can just stick <laughs> it. It's going to be like Rosie from the Jetsons. Here you go, Mildred. But what Here's I wonder, though, is like in these situations, there are a lot of non-programmable incidents that happen, especially when you're caring for someone with like dementia that you don't know what right. they're going to do. Yeah. What like what is this robot going to do in those scenarios? Because unless they have the ability to adapt and learn on the fly, there's not there's not a protocol for certain certain things that you're going to encounter, especially in a, a home with elderly people. There, they could do the custodial work. They but, could do the but the the, the, the theoretical future. Yeah, they they are going to be able to learn and like develop just like a person. So because I've got, seen iRobot, and I know that this is going to end up with Will Smith chasing yeah. a robot, wondering if he killed a person. So, so what the thing about the AI thing? Uh, Elon Musk is one of the most you know forward pushing technological. 
gentleman in the world. Sure. Um, he's not. He's a little scared of AI, which I thought might he was tell you because, like Stephen Hawking's, I think was like he, he's he he's leery on it. Well, that's because all right. So they have that big Google uh, AI thing where they it was like learning. It was learning and it was developing its own language, and they shut it down because they scary. scary. <laughs> it made, no, it made its own language, and they didn't know what it was saying to the other computers. Oh, that's and they were like, because <laughs> I told you, Google is Skynet. They're gonna build that's a Skynet right and there. Not even gonna know. Yeah. Google probably is Skynet, but I love Google. But like, <laughs> so. So hey, Amazon created like a a hiring AI of some type for I don't remember like they're they're trying to like funnel through their HR systems more efficiently and there's this big article that it almost immediately after it started learning it started discriminating against women. Oh, yikes. Hmm. A smart and robot. <laughs> oh, uh, I disclaimer that was pure joke. I question. did not feel that way. Uh, that was purely comedic. Did, uh, women are great. Did the robot like beer? It didn't say. I don't think. I like beer. But like, I find it interesting that like it can learn. But like, what is it learning from, and who is it learning from, and what is it picking up from that that learning process? Because just like any other form of intelligence, human intelligence or whatever, it's only as good as what you feed into it. Garbage in, garbage out. That's what right. Mr. McGee said. Back in uh, sixth grade uh, computer class. Uh, so speaking of uh, Kavanaugh, the government, the Library of Congress uh, has released, or uh, maybe has always had, a They've national always, screening room. No, the screening room is new. They've always had, so basically the Library of Congress has everything. Like Their job yeah. is to have every, as I mean, they don't have everything, but they have a huge collection, like books, videos, films. Their job is to, to have all these documents. Right. So the library is launching a site that will allow access to hundreds of the digitized films for free mm-hmm. on its website. Many are already in the public domain, but some aren't uh, and have been granted access by their copyright owners. Yeah. Um, the goal of this digital project is to present the public with a broad range of historical and cultural audiovisual materials. That will enrich education, scholarship, and lifelong learning, said curator Mike Mashin. Yeah, so but basically... also put Netflix um, on edge. Yes. It's, it's boring Netflix. It's black and white Netflix. Right. <laughs> but it could be great for things like um, the classroom, where like if Jason needs to show something, like some sort of newsreel yeah. or something like that, that it's now accessible and, and that's, easy to... That's what it has. Like It has a, a bunch of movies that are public domain, like The, the Great Train Robbery is one mm-hmm. of the very yeah. first <laughs> movies that used... This idea of like cutting to different things happening at the same time, and people would just like got it, like they understood. When they made it, they're like, "Are people going to understand what's going on? That we're cutting to a different place, but it's happening at the same time as this other no, thing." Bleeding edge, bleeding edge at the time. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. like now, it's like natural, right? It wasn't even like they couldn't even perceive of that. At the yeah, time. Wow, and so they nice. did it, and everyone would like was like, "Oh yeah, I get, I get what's going Naturally, on." Yeah. And so that was you know that big first thing. So they've got films like that. They've got home videos from like um, the. Gershwins, where they're with people like Judy Garland and Fred Astaire, and it's like these personal home videos of them practicing things, coming up with things. Uh, 
They've got newsreels. So one that looked really interesting was called the All-American Newsreel, which was a newsreel that was developed for African-Americans during World War II. Oh, to, nice. I, I don't know what the point of them were. I haven't seen them, but they're available now, and you can yeah. watch them. And then videos of, like, presidential speeches, uh, old, other newsreels, just like the, you know, during the war. Here's the newsreels. Uh, and they are... And, and films like, you know, the duck and cover thing from the 1950s. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to save yourself by ducking and covering. So, like, I used to show those in my classroom, but I had to find them on YouTube. Yeah. And then I'd show them. I wonder if they have the, the films from the 1950s that they'd also show in classrooms about, about like, like, moral. Yeah, like, how do you. Um, Susie like doesn't park in cars with boys yeah. because Susie knows that will ruin her reputation. Oh, yeah, basically, like they have one of those that was like, uh, because boys don't really like girls who park in cars with boys. Like, that's that's literally what they said. Like, wow. sure, they like, you know, parking in cars, but they don't really like girls like that. Amazon, uh, the Prime, Amazon Prime uh, video has a lot of old movies. One time, uh, Logan and his wife came over and uh, I thought it would be fun to watch some old, like, sex education videos. And we'd sit there and we'd riff on them and stuff. And after about, like, an hour, Logan was like... It was uh, less than an hour. Can we can we not watch these... <laughs> I think we're done with the sex ed videos, Jeff. Because I'm, like, sitting there like, oh, a little Jimmy, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like, can we not watch this anymore? <laughs> Yeah, so I, when I was it's in like high school... It's like the saddest porn story I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. And then his wife was like, can we please watch something else? <laughs> uh, they're also going to be making lesson plans for teachers so that they can based better... Based on those? Based on what okay. they're putting in the screening room. So, like, okay. if, you wanna, if you want to use old videos like Susie parking in cars with boys... Here's sure. how like how to add that yeah. into your lesson. Yeah, and so that's amazing. I love when places... Library Congress is really good about this in general, actually. I use their stuff quite often uh, because they have the resource there. They've got stuff to help you introduce it and talk about it. And if there are references made in it, then they have links to all those references. Exactly. Like, documents as well. I'm using one next week about the Constitution, actually. We're doing a thing on the Constitution, and they've got a great thing. It's going to be awesome. So I have to. I have a, a confession to make. I actually sent you this story with the intent on finding something uh, that was like open source uh, or in the public domain to play during the podcast I fucked up I didn't I couldn't I didn't even like look at I was gonna play like some old movie or something like on the podcast we can do Duck and Cover we can it's got a great song next week, next week it's got a great song Bert the Turtle so Logan let me ask you something as a regular listener to the podcast yes and Becky too whatever uh, so do you guys listen so we have a, like we always have like a thing at the end mm-hmm. so like thank you for listening to the hour whatever blah 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 and like this hour has been eight minutes or whatever and then we do a thing it's usually then, more than eight minutes yeah though. probably well this one definitely that is. one was like 40 minutes because y'all were fucked up <laughs> right so then it ends but then we have things at the end yeah. do you, you listen all the way yeah right? okay alright just yeah. making sure I basically could go until it starts playing one of your other podcasts okay. like it'll, it'll for some reason instead of going on to the next podcast yeah. of like from somebody it else it goes to the last yeah. one I listened to which is kind of weird yeah because Apple's I, not Google they don't know yeah. what you want they're not I, YouTube TV they yeah. haven't they made exactly a Terminator yet watch. yeah while I'm on it though I do like 
I do like the podcast when you're I when you're just riffing, not necessarily on the news stories so tight. I like when you veer off from the news stories. When we get Weird. in the weeds. When you get in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. We just go we out there. get in the weeds quite frequently. <laughs> I think this one, this podcast get, especially. As soon as so they weird. hit the water yeah. squirrels, they stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we lost him again. <laughs> He's gone. He loves that water squirrels. <laughs> it was the tail in the middle. If we ever were popular so enough to have merch, we should sell like a, a lot of squirrels. squirrels. Yeah. It's yeah. like five squirrels in one tail. <laughs> I can I can print it. <laughs> Maybe a t-shirt. <laughs> we should make them just for ourselves, just for fun. Yeah, all right. Speaking of t-shirts, uh, Kira Knightley wears t-shirts. <laughs> and stretch. she has banned her daughters uh, from watching Disney films. Certain Disney films. Certain Disney films. So, like, Cinderella is off the list. It's out. Uh, Why is Cinderella out? Because, you know, it's the, the whole Prince thing. And, so here's like, the... Here's, uh, here's, hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the lady in the room for a minute. Oh well. Well, I know it's like I just found my lady parts all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> How long were you? Where, where have those Where have those been? <laughs> That's whole ridiculous. Time, guys, I've been over here. You haven't noticed. Um, so Cinderella is. In some ways, one of the more innocuous ones, because, yes, she waits for a man to rescue her, and that's not great. However, she doesn't really, like, sit around waiting for the man. Like, she's she's living her life and doing her thing, yeah. and then this opportunity comes up, and then she goes back to her life, which is garbage, but then the, the man comes in and saves her from that life. Here's the thing. I don't- you shouldn't want her to be rescued, but at the same time, like... She didn't sit there going, oh, ho-hum, I'm so helpless. I don't think that, that he necessarily rescues her. And well, she, she doesn't saves herself because she yeah. keeps the whole fucking shoe on yeah. her yeah. own. Well, here's the thing. Like, she goes there, she dances with him. She doesn't even necessarily, like, at first realize it's the She's prince. She's not like, here's your number. And, and they have a good time, and presumably they talk, and he falls in love with her so much that he wants no one else. Is that really rescuing? That's using her, her great and wild. And, and here's the other thing: like I hadn't watched Cinderella in quite some time. And now until you've watched our, it three thousand. That's times. true. Our daughter watches it a lot. She's a sassy fucking bitch. <laughs> like when you watch that, your daughter or the Cinderella. Cin- well, both. <laughs> okay, okay. But Cinderella is is very sassy. Like she shows, she's throwing shade at her sisters. She's like music lessons, and then like makes a face to the mice to show that like these sisters are like shit at music. Like she's. A, so she is her own lady, and she is talking shit. The stepsisters are, are pretty, like, intent on, like, being beautiful for this prince, and I feel like their their beauty will help win him over, even though they're ugly. But Cinderella, who is naturally pretty, uh, she doesn't try to be pretty. Yeah, yeah she doesn't try to be pretty. And she her dress isn't even house. as nice as theirs when she comes down and she's content to wear it. It's not until the godmother has to step in because those bitches shredded her. And, like, and in that case, like... Look, you were a victim of Regina George. She shredded your shit. Now you can't go to the party. You just wanted me, to go to a party. Mean girl reference? And there, yes. Yes. So many mean girls references <laughs> nice. in my world. Uh, and she doesn't go to the party to get the man. She no. just wants to go to the fucking party. Yeah. Right. Every and eligible maid is to man. attend. Like, yeah. she just wants to go because she's never allowed out of her house. Yeah, so she's like, I want to go have some fun. I'm not here to meet the prince. So and she happens on, to. What else is on this list that I can, like, fight okay. with? So the other one is the Little Mermaid. This one, I think she has a little bit more of a point on because she, she says giving up your voice for a man is 
Beth. There's that. And she also gives up her whole family. Like, she abandons who she is to be with him. So she this gives one, up I, this whole piece of herself. I feel this one maybe is more problematic than Cinderella. Like, because this yes. one does have, like, a lot of that. But, like, it's better than the actual story, which is, like, the Little Mermaid goes and she tries to become a human and she falls in love with him and then she becomes human for the short period of time. And at the end, she doesn't just have to go back to being a mermaid. She dies. She becomes sea foam because she sacrifices herself for him. I think something happens and she's trying to save him or something. But she completely sacrifices herself for him and becomes nothing. Also, That's I feel worse. like uh, clam clamshells on the boobs would be a really uncomfortable bra situation. One time we were playing Cranium and the, the word that you had to buy <laughs> was mermaid and I was playing with Jeff and you were having a lot of drinks but he just like slaps his hands <laughs> over his, his like Climbed nipples <laughs> and like flops on the floor with his legs like put together and like wiggles and I screamed Little Mermaid! And he was like that was the best thing that has ever happened. And you knew was, exactly what I meant. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was a clamshell. We, we were watching Mulan the other day. Mulan is actually pretty empowering. That, that's what I thought too. And like when people say, well, she's still with the man. Well, but she but, chooses but she, to be. Well, the man comes after her. She, yeah. she, she goes, goes home. She goes and saves China, goes home, she's hanging out with she, Dad. She re-wins, she, she not re-wins, um, she saves the honor of her family. Yeah. And then goes home to live her life, and then this guy comes back, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know any ladies like you, but yeah. I like it." Yeah, he's I don't know any ladies like you that look like dudes. Passable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm pretty look, hot so, for you. Uh, you know, androgyny can be a thing for people. It's a turn on. So wonderful. people say like Frozen. Until Frozen, it was always about the. But it really was. I mean, I think Mulan is one. I mean, there's probably all kinds of Asian problems in Mulan. So let's maybe set that aside. But for women, for women empowerment, Mulan. I thought was pretty strong. I, I mean, if you look at a lot of these, I'm just, you know, not, I haven't thought this through, but I'm going to bring it up. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, uh-huh. it's two women running their lives, right? Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. you know, there's Until the guy Until Mr. There. Bubbles comes in and screws it all up. And they're like, fuck you, Mr. <laughs> Bubbles. Uh, the, the Rescuers... That's back in Bianca. like the eighties. Bianca is the she's the boss. Yeah, Bernard is kind of a yeah. Bernard girl. is like Bernard's yeah. very patriarchal. Like like oh no, this is not a place for women. She's Miss like Bianca. shut the fuck up, you know, I, Bernard. I am gonna go on this mission and we're gonna save this little yeah, girl. Yeah, but what about Fievel goes west? That's not Disney. <laughs> I don't know. You shut so your whore like, mouth, you ignorant section, slut. There's a whole section of feminism that is like, I want to wear makeup, and I want to wear pink, and I want to wear dresses. And, and I do okay. that for myself. And I don't do it for a man. I don't do it for anyone else. I'm like a strong woman, and I do that stuff. And I think that's interesting because mo- normally when maybe Republicans or whoever uh, thinks about feminism, they think about like someone like Rachel Maddow or... Yeah. Uh, someone who it doesn't a short-haired like lesbian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, though they'd use a different word. Right, they they would indeed. Uh, um, but I think that's I think that type of feminism is great because you are who you are, and I've kind of been wrestling with that as a as a father of a of a little girl who likes Frozen and she likes uh, this Shimmer and Shine show, which I absolutely despised when I first turned it on. Um, because they're like all literally shimmering and shiny and like they have like this big hair and like they wear a ton of makeup and stuff and but if that's who they want to be I as think, a woman why not I think one of the problems that when you deal with that like the wear makeup short skirt like you know my body is not sexual kind of thing but other people are going to make it that way right well, and, and, and sure they shouldn't but they still are yeah 
And so that's where it gets a little like, uh, where so are we going? So with Disney films, there's this whole thing about how Beauty and the Beast is all about like she's basically got Stockholm syndrome and she feel, like falls for her, her like captor more or less. And when I watch that, I never feel like that's what it is. I feel like she made a choice to sacrifice herself to save someone she loved to live somewhere that was gonna suck and she knew it. And then he was like, I'm gonna be this guy that you have to listen to and she's basically like no I said I'd stay I didn't say I'd be nice to you I didn't say I'd do anything else I'm gonna go do what I do and then slowly over time she she grows to appreciate him but because she is growing him as a person like she is teaching him things she's teaching him to read she's teaching him to be polite and civil and to And he is open to that as and, well. And to yeah. show respect and, and, and to he's, show he's open to changing gratitude. himself. And he's open to changing himself and then she is given the opportunity to leave and she does. She goes. She doesn't say I have to stay for you until his life is in danger. Like she'd be content going home and being with her father and then they're going to kill him and she's like no because I know this person and this is not how this should end and you don't get to kill someone who is kind and gentle because he's learned to be kind and gentle. And so I don't see this as like a, a ode to Stockholm Syndrome. I see it as a woman who said yep I'm going to make the best of a crappy situation and slowly over time she grew to love someone because they grew with her. Yeah. And the other thing I think about this is I feel like maybe adults put more Focus. meaning behind what we're watching than kids do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Like, a kid isn't thinking about the things that we as adults are. And sure that maybe it's like a subliminal uh, like Snow White and the prince comes up and kisses her when she's like... You know. Dead. Yes. And oh, she, there's no consent and blah blah. Like... I, but again, you go back to the Grimm's, those are worse. Disney yeah. cleaned that up because I think Sleeping Beauty, he like raped her multiple, like she woke up and like spit out twins because he'd been like just multiple raping. Yeah, and that's a problem. But, but I, I think we put, I think as an adult, you see that and go, ooh. But as a kid, you might look at it and like, that's not what you're thinking about. Yeah, but is, is that something that we want our kids to have in their like... In Do you know what I took away from Sleeping psyche. Beauty as a child? Don't let anything poke your finger because you'll <laughs> you'll die. So that was of, what I took away. Speaking of things that we learned, what did we learn from uh, today's podcast? So Kira Knightley. Yeah. Oh, we forgot all about her. She's, Correct. <laughs> so have I. She's I got a point, but I think she's uh, she's too focused on the adult perspective of the situation. Uh, we learned that the Library of Congress has shit to show you, and it's. But probably, it's not a shit show. It's it's not a shit show, and you probably should duck and cover. Uh, the Kira Knightley story was also linked with Kristen Bell, and Kristen Bell had a different take on it. She would actually not prevent her children from watching it, but actually watched it with the children, enjoyed, and then discussed, uh, discussed it with uh -huh. them on uh, what what is what was necessarily right and wrong about some of the yeah. things that were happening. Because yeah. Kristen Bell's pretty much amazing at everything. <laughs> She's incredible. She's uh, the Good Place awesome. is so good. <laughs> we uh, I love we the also good learned. Uh, about a robot that went to Parliament. We also learned that maybe these robots won't be as rapey. <laughs> Probably not. I hope they don't rape my grandma. And then, especially because she's dead. And we also learned uh, Big Bird. He's a pretty swell guy. 
Yeah, he's alright. Sesame Street's woke. He's old. Uh, and he's retiring. It's gonna be weird. And finally, we learn that Republicans, if you can't win, cheat. And if you basically, cheat, basically, they can all just go fuck themselves. I, I, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but Mitch McConnell, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And Donald also, Trump, go fuck yourself. Also, that small children do not make great podcast companions. <laughs> right. So we thank you for uh, staying with us through all the noise and all the all the hullabaloo and all the uh, hogwash and poppycock. I got a question for you. Everything What's was all cattywampus. How long's this hour been? Uh, this hour has been an hour and 15 minutes. Be sure to check us out on uh, Twitter at The Hour Pod. Uh, or you can email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thehourpod. And as always, uh, in the future, catch us on YouTube. <laughs> what happened with the, Google Plus? Yeah, we should just get on Google. Uh, the Google. We should the Google. Get on Google Plus. Get on the yeah. Google. We won't have to do the whole YouTube thing. Google minus. <laughs> Are we on the circles? I'm in my own circle. We're around the circle. Around the circle. We're a circle of jerks. Oh my gosh, I have to pee so bad. (laughs) Good night. Hey, Amelia, do you want to be in our podcast? No. Thanks. That work? (laughs) That works.